Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 5 Absolute Values and a New World Order. 17. True Knowledge, True Family, and World Peace. August 22, 1995. Sheraton Walker Hill Hotel, Seoul, Korea, 20th International Conference on the Unity of the Sciences, and 6th International Congress of the Professors' World Peace Academy. Respected scholars from 120 nations across the world, distinguished guests from home and abroad, and ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Hakchahan Moon and I are delighted to welcome you to Seoul, Korea. You are gathered here to discuss the most serious problems our world faces today. Development of Science and the Human Crisis The 20th century has seen tremendous improvement in the conditions of human life, made possible through remarkable advances in science. However, it has also been a century of worldwide conflict and moral confusion. The development of scientific knowledge and civilization has, on the one hand, allowed people to enjoy an abundant life. On the other hand, it has resulted in such global problems as the abuse of nature, global warming, and the depletion of the ozone layer. Serious problems have also arisen in relation to the human condition. Industrialization and modernization are destroying the family, and serious problems such as drugs, AIDS, violence, and crime warn us that humankind is facing a crisis. People have continued to pursue peace and happiness in many ways, but satisfaction remains elusive. World peace has not come, even through the worldwide efforts of the League of Nations and the United Nations, established to prevent further conflict following the First and Second World Wars. Nor has a world of happiness been realized through the efforts of religious organizations. The ideals of international communism and the dreams of fascism have likewise failed to bring about an ideal world. Even the highest levels of technical skill and political effort have failed to bring peace and happiness to humankind. Even now, tragic conflicts rage in many areas of the globe. A few recent examples include Bosnia and Herzegovina, Chechnya, Somalia, and Laos. Peace and human happiness depend on the moral and spiritual development of individual people. This is because a world or nation of peace is composed of individuals and families. Science and technical skill can be used for good, for the improvement of human life, only when they are utilized by good individuals. Throughout history, the saints and great teachers have devoted themselves to guiding families, societies, and nations toward a peaceful and happy world. But to take on the challenges of the 21st century, we need to go a step higher. We need true parents of humankind, true teachers and true owners who can raise impeccable leaders on the basis of morality and spirituality. It is my absolute belief that since God exists as the original embodiment of true love, He created this world and humankind to be the substantial object partners of his love and joy. God is the parent of humankind. Human beings are God's children. God, as the parent, shares their joy and suffering. So God wants human beings to inherit true love. God's true love is the source of joy for humankind. Human beings are meant to become perfect through experiencing this true love, which happens through our life experience. The growth period for human beings on earth, then, is a precious time of experiencing this love, stage by stage. Human beings come to know God's love through stages of growth. First, they experience the heart of children. Second, 
the heart of siblings, third, the heart of husband and wife, and fourth, the heart of parents. The smallest unit in which God's love can be realized is the family. Accordingly, the family is the foundation for human happiness, ideals, and life. Throughout my life, therefore, I have taught the importance of the family and have held marriage blessing ceremonies around the world for the sake of forming ideal families. Today, the world needs a model for an ideal society where people can peacefully coexist, embracing all nations, cultures, and religions. In March and April of this year, I issued the Sao Paulo Declaration and the New Hope Farm Declaration. With these, I initiated the establishment of a model society in Brazil, and I will work toward its gradual expansion to other nations. A community of true love and coexistence, mutual prosperity, and universally shared values. Representatives from 40 nations have begun the task of building this model society. In a harmonious society, there is a balance in the quality of life among its citizens. Such co-prosperity develops naturally through love on the basis of mutual responsibility. There can be no crime, discrimination, or corruption in an ideal family. The realization of this comes about only on the basis of the practice of true love. This is a historic movement of people with different nationalities, skin colors, and traditions with the goal of establishing communities of true love. Our world today is facing a serious environmental crisis. Abusing the natural environment desecrates the beautiful and holy world God created. People who lack true love simply regard the natural world as something to be used for their own selfish purposes. A serious result of the fall is that Adam and Eve could not inherit God's true love, and people could therefore not properly love each other, or love the animals, plants, and the earth. All things of creation are longing for the true love of human beings. Therefore, I would like to establish this model ideal society in South America, a model demonstrating the right relationship of love between human beings and nature. I am working toward the realization of a world with no starvation. In these days of scientific advancement, we cannot just be observers or remain indifferent when we see something so terrible as millions of people falling victim to famine. In the past 20 years, I have allocated tens of millions of dollars for the development of ocean-related enterprises, through which we have developed a high-protein fish powder. Through our International Relief Friendship Foundation, we are helping countries in areas of Africa and Eastern Europe. Furthermore, the earnings generated from foodstuffs produced by our farms in Brazil and Argentina will be invested into solving the problem of starvation worldwide. I have advocated the establishment of a society of coexistence, mutual prosperity, and the common good. An ideal world means coexisting politically, prospering together economically, and creating an ethical society of goodness. The essence of the ideology of coexistence is co-ownership based on God's true love. By co-ownership, I do not mean ownership merely in relation to material possessions, but ownership based on God's love. For example, in a family, which is the basic unit of a society of coexistence, even though all property is legally held in the parents' names, in practice, it is jointly owned by the whole family, parents and children alike. But each family member would have his or her own room, clothes, and personal money. In this way, joint ownership among family members is based on love and trust in the family, with individuals still responsible for their own property. Thus, the purposes of the whole and the individual are harmonized. In a system of co-ownership, this ideal, love-based pattern of ownership in a family expands to the society, nation, and world. This is the type of ownership that exists in an ideal society. 
Tune in tomorrow for the end of this speech on true knowledge, true family, and world peace. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.